Yeah, yeah try, try that. Oh, oh, hold on. So I see a split view now. That's a good sign. That's a great sign. Okay. On the bottom, Renee, with your cam with that camera button, can you click that? Yeah. Well, it says turn off and on, but do you see me? No, it's your profile picture. I just see your photo. I can't hear. Yeah, I can't. I can't see you guys either. What the hell is going on? Okay, why? It's like, because, you know, when we got through, it was kind of the same way. We had, when we added that person, it, we struggled. But what's weird is we, we had to work with Oscar, so it's like... Okay, did you know something? We're having a struggle. Josh shaped us all in. It's, we're not live, we're fine. Then it's Renee's husband. He's, he's a tech guy. guy. We can't see him anyway, so... Josh, we are live. We're like, where? In Facebook? Yeah, that's funny. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, hey. It started on its own. Oh, that's awkward. What's, What's this? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Welcome, everyone. Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Good thing God it's only been running for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, we're. Um so yeah, we're uh we're, we're trying, trying to get Skype to cooperate with us. And currently it's not. Uh we're trying to get Renee and Carrie in here. We have there's there's Carrie. That was a quick little glimpse of Carrie. <laughs> Why would anything go our way? How would how dare Facebook start without our permission? Right? He didn't, didn't even ask. He didn't even ask. He didn't even ask. I thought there would have been a start button. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like YouTube? Hey, now you can go live now. Alright, so Ray, we have your we have your beautiful um profile picture. Okay. Oh, there's there she is. Yeah, there she is. So we're we're good with that. Um, so you know what, since Facebook wanted to, uh, go ahead and just kick it off for us, uh, while we were, while we were in the debate room trying to figure out how to get everybody, uh, on this call, um, we're still, as, as we're here, we're going to work, because I know Renee has Hubby in the background trying to help her out, um, trying to get her image, trying to get her actually live with us, I mean, she's here, right, Renee, you can hear us? Uh, she probably muted herself so oh. you have to talk freely. We might need to get a tin can and some strength. <laughs> that, that might be the most effective, honestly. I, um, yikes. Alright, so, so Ray's probably talking with Josh right now, trying to figure out how to get her uh, image to pop up. But, so what I'd like to do, it is a great picture, right? I love the picture, Um, so Carrie, first of all, I'd like to introduce us to you. Um, We've been doing this podcast thing for a while. We obviously had a hiatus during COVID. Um, uh, there wasn't much really to talk about, obviously. Um, and then Renee uh, approached, approached me one day and asked if I would like to get you know my lazy ass back in gear. 
<laughs> and kind of start doing this again, to which I said, sure, but uh, kind of needed her to be the, um, the social media push and drive that she is because she does all the writing. Um, she has a lot of uh, influence as far as that goes. And then to which Ryan uh, reached out to me and we, uh, we said, let's, let's get the show back on the road. Um, so we're back. We've been doing this for, I've been doing it for a total of like five years, six years. You okay. probably yeah, about five years. Yeah, but um, our first, our first live experience was with uh, Peter Zimmerman, um, and uh, that was just as much as a fiasco as it is turning out to be. Um, but I'd like to introduce everyone to you who might not know your massive background, and I mean, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Uh, which, which I, 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 I'm an old lady, yes, thank you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I have to say, because if I don't say this, so it's going to eat me up all night. Go ahead. I had a complete nerd moment when I was looking at your IMDb page today, and I don't know why I didn't connect it before, but you were on one of my favorite, actually my favorite show, and that was Stargate SG-1. Oh my gosh. Okay, wow. I get, you know, people talk to me about that all the time. You know, that that is, I think it's, well, it's the first one that he very much remembers. Um, the very, the first thing that my now husband saw me in. <laughs> Apparently that, 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 that episode made quite an impact. Mm. <laughs> and, and honestly, I, you know what, you were, um, Diana Mendes, right? And it was, yes. yeah. And that was like a pivotal, pivotal episode in that entire show, in my opinion. Right. Well, you know, it was one of those things, it kind of, my experience on Stargate reminds me a little of my experience on Walking Dead and that, like, when you go on Stargate, you want to see the Stargate. Right? Nope. <laughs> and there, I wasn't in another world or something very, like, fabulous. I'm in an office, I'm in a lab. <laughs> it was like, okay. Um, and funny enough, my brother works in visual effects, and he actually worked on those scenes, which was really funny. Um, so I got a call one day, and he said, guess who I'm looking at right now? And I was like, okay, be nice. Don't add a weird, you know, thing coming out of my head or something. But, um, yeah, I, you know, died, so... Um, I did not go back in that in that series, but it was really fun to work with that cast. Um, and many years later, I got to work with Michael Shanks on a uh, Hallmark movie, funny enough, and um, and we laughed about that. And um, you know, it, it it was a really really cool show to be a part of. And it's something like I said that people still talk to me about. Yeah, that's awesome. And I have to say, like. As, as far as, as like the main cast go, Michael Shanks' character is probably one of my favorites. So yeah. that's pretty cool. And he's just such an awesome guy, too. So, yeah. That was such a great casting decision, you know, from the film to the series. That, that was such a seamless choice with Michael Shanks for that role. Yeah. That's awesome. I, 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 I told Renee Press, I was like, the minute I saw that, I had to, I had to bring that up because of yeah. That was awesome. I actually just went to rewatch it. That was, I think I shot that in like uh, mid 2001, possibly. Yeah, out in Vancouver, which is where I'm from. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. It's always fun to go home and work. 
I lost, lost a shoe, shoe, so I'm back. I'm good. You <laughs> screaming because they would they, you know at the um the party afterwards they had like a, like a fog mm. kind of situation <laughs> and they would like lay down in this fog and so you'd be like walking along hey how do you like, like so i was like maybe i shouldn't be around the zombies maybe that's the problem. <laughs> like you know no I, I you know that film i we i gosh i I'm, my stomach laughs every my stomach laughs my stomach hurts every time I think about it because we laugh so hard. I got to work with the amazing Rob Riggle, mm -hmm. and probably about half, if not more, of all of our dialogue is completely ad libbed. And you know, uh, Zach Leposky directed that, and he really just let us go. <laughs> like there was scripted material for sure, and then he just wouldn't say cut. And so we would just keep going <laughs> um, until one of us would start laughing. So they had like so much extra footage. And I know that they had said that they actually wanted to have like outtakes run mm -hmm. through the credits, but they didn't have enough time mm -hmm. um, to put all of that together. But um, I, you know, I'd never met Rob before and we uh, met essentially in, in hair and makeup. And I just said to him, just go, go, like, you cannot offend me, right. just do you, right, <laughs> and I will try to keep up, and he's like, really, and I was like, yes, go, 
so we really i mean it just as 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 the uh, shooting went on it got just crazier and raunchier and like, you know it, it was it was so much fun it was it was a lot of fun to, lot. to have like no parameters at all and mm. we could just do what we wanted <laughs> was really incredible because you know rob's the master of of the ad lib and right. comedy so okay. it was it was great but yeah no zombie action for me in that movie mm. at all yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, I didn't even get dirty. You just got to broadcast the news, apparently. I broadcast the news, and I, you know, had, you know, but I did get to have a lot of fun banter with Frank West, who, mm -hmm. you know, is the iconic character from yeah. that video game. So that was cool. So as I as I scroll through your your works of art here, um, <laughs> I do have one question that really really popped in my head as I'm reading the titles of everything. In 2013, there's something called Hot Guys with Guns. Okay, and, yes. And your character's name is Jessica Vagine. What's her name? <laughs> so, the story, the story with that was um, we got to name our own characters. Ah. And so. Um, my partner in crime in that movie, um, was on set before I was <laughs> and chose that last name. Like and it. so I <laughs> got stuck with the last name, Vagine. And, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. when you're in a movie called Hot Guys with Guns, that's an appropriate name Absolutely. for a it just, Absolutely. It just took me by surprise as I'm reading and I'm going, oh, okay, okay, no, Hot Guys with Guns. <laughs> Jessica Vagine. Okay. okay. All right. Now I know who yes. Yeah, you could put me right in a perfect mindset for who we were talking to tonight. We like to do therapy. I got to say, you were the only one that's ever, like, questioned that. No one else has ever asked me about if it. If anybody's going to find it, it's going to be us. We're, we're very thorough, if not anything. Just real quick, yeah. if people want to check out some of your previous stuff, uh, Supernatural, you were in an episode called Bugged in 2005. You were in Kyle XY, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I played Kyle's fake mom. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. Like, just so, stuff that I never, I didn't think about. That's all. Welcome to Waverly Place. Yep. Uh, a Dog Named Christmas, which is actually a really a cute film. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, it yeah. is. Uh, Supernatural again. Uh, in 2015, in Just by Imagination. Uh, and obviously the uh, infamous Clark. And obviously the infamous Clark, which you're going to get to. Mm -hmm. um, so real quick, I just want to let everybody know, this is all being brought to you guys uh, through the camp, uh, from the camp page. Um, for those of you who might not know or didn't hear already, but the camp is going to be holding their third annual event. In Peachtree City, Georgia, at the Hilton in May, the 28th and the 29th uh, of next year, you know, 2022. Which we will be there for. We will be there. Uh, oh, awesome. Yes, this is a family-friendly event that features actors, vendors, and live entertainment across many genres. Uh, this isn't a typical con by any means. Believe me, this isn't like you're going to go and just, you know, uh, wait in line, get a photo, walk away type thing. <laughs> yeah, I was just... I just texted Renee too, and I was like, "Maybe we should have you unmute Mike so you can talk at least." And I was like, "I felt so bad leaving Renee out." Oh my god, you Renee. got me right in the middle of the camp spiel. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, 
We want you to check out their website if you're interested in going. This is a great family affair. Like that? Family affair. Um, so check out their website. It's the campevent.com. So go check them out. And you will not only see us at the camp, but you will also get to meet, I believe, Carrie as well. I will be there. Carrie will be there. She it's just my first year, so like, let's do this. I'm excited. Yeah. No, it's totally not like a normal con. There's so many like fun things going on. Well, I'm, I'm very excited because about. I want to get a Stargate autograph from you so bad. There it is. So we need a, you need a Stargate photo. Yes. Okay. So yeah. I would like that I would like it. I would like a uh, guide with guns because I am a guy who loves guns uh, as well. Okay. And, uh, Jessica Vagine autograph would be amazing. Okay. Like... <laughs> yes. 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 Was, you know, two Chris love Jessica Vagine. <laughs> Renee, your microphone muted. No, Renee's there. Oh, oh no! But now we can't hear her. Now oh, we can no. see her. Unmute. It is starting. Oh, there we go. We did it. I think Oscar's been trying to provoke us at this point. Yeah, Oscar's been being, <laughs> provo he's being provoking. He's provocative. He's poking. I was going to say provocative, but I didn't. I didn't. He's poking the bear in the, in the chat. Um, Is he? Yeah, well, yeah. That's what he does. It's okay. We love Oscar. We do. So we love Oscar. Does Carrie, does Carrie have a special event then at the camp? I do, which I'm actually going to announce. So um, I am doing a very cool event at the camp, and it is a private lunch. No, lunch or dinner? It's a dinner. Thank you. Um, and it's called Talk Real Shit with Carrie Gunzel. Yes. Right? Yeah. We're going to talk some real shit. We're going to talk about what's going on with people. You know, I'm a big advocate of mental health, and um, I have a blog, State of Slave. I was going um, to dive into that because I did read up that. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah. And I do um, work with Attitudes in Reverse that goes into schools to talk mental health and suicide prevention um, because that is a part of my story. And so. What I found is that certainly with Walking Dead fans and certainly with Supernatural fans in particular, um, there's a, a great connection there with mental health and um, fandoms. So we are going to go and it's in a private suite. So we get to have our own space and we're going to have some pizza and have some food and drinks and talk about real shit. And so you can buy those tickets on the camp website. And I'm looking forward to it because I, I get to really kind of sit and talk to people and and have like real connection and real moments, you know. So um, that is a, an announcement. We we decided to put that on the schedule and it's there. So get your tickets because tickets are limited because we want to have a nice group and get a chance for everyone to share and talk. Um, so get your tickets before they sell out. That's great. Um, Renee, did you have anything else you wanted to, I know, I know that you obviously missed the first 20 minutes, but I was, <laughs> I was listening, so, I did, yeah. I, I did the camp intro, so I, we gave the, the rundown of the camp, and we yeah. have been slowly introducing Carrie through all her works of, uh, all her past works, and obviously we're about to start talking about her previous works, uh, only the two episodes she was in, of course, because we know we don't exist, and, you know. <laughs> We don't want anybody to give her the hook from the side. I don't know if anybody remembers this. And uh, Ryan and I went to, 
Ryan and I were doing a, a podcast with Peter and um, James Chen. James Chen. Because they both were characters. Eduardo and yeah. Cal from the Hilltop. From the Hilltop. And I think it was Peter started diving into some things. And he wasn't saying anything. Yeah. He was just kind of like teasing us with stuff. Right. Like just enough to be like, ooh, what's going on? And, and, and then he wouldn't say anything. And not even like in a, in a and blink he, of we, an we eye. made a joke. Peter, you better stop before the AMC producer, you know, yeah. and drop. His, his link dropped. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm sorry. Yeah. I swear to God. And we were like, uh, me? Are you okay? <laughs> and he called back. He just, it was just weird. It was all like, a, like just how it happened, you know. Like timing's everything. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> right. We, we understand that there's only so far we can go. Uh, of course, you know, I might try to, you know, slip a little sneaker question in there and you'll catch me. They always do. <laughs> yeah, they're always, hey, listen, you know, they, they got us, they got everybody on a short leash. Oh, if yeah. I uh, say anything, um, Kind of turn, I think Mercer is going to show up behind <laughs> me and like, me into reprocessing. So I don't want that. We don't no, want. Him. We don't want that either. Not, not in his yeah, pumpkin, no. Not in his pumpkin colored spacesuit. No. 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 <laughs> He's a very big man. Yeah. Uh, I don't want that. No. <laughs> He's, actually, I want to arm wrestle him next. Mm. I, 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 arm, I arm wrestle Cooper. Yeah. And now I want to get to arm wrestle Mercer. All right, you gotta, you gotta do that. It's yeah. a stalemate with me and Coop. So. Yeah. I was a I was a photographer, yeah. but that's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's good. Um, so can we dive? We got some viewer questions. Sure, let's go. Obviously, everybody wants to know who you know about Kiss. So this one is from Steph Morris. Um, uh, Steph. Steph says, uh, "Carrie, what is it? Uh, what was it like working on All My Children with the great Susan? I hope it's Lucci and David Cannery." David Canary, yes, David Lucci and David Canary. That goes way back. Yeah. Um, she wants to know if they shared they, any words of wisdom with you. Oh, did they? Yeah. Gosh, you know what? David Canary, who has um, since passed away, um, played my dad and my uncle on the show. He played two characters. He was twins. Um, of course, there's oh, a soap well, opera. You have, have to have twins, twins right? Yeah. In, in any kind um, of soap opera, you have to have. Twins. You have to. And then there's a weird triplet from somewhere. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Um, and he really, he really was like, I called him my New York dad because he really did um, kind of look after me in New York. You know, I, 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 I was living in L.A. when I got that part. And so I was very quickly moved to New York and I didn't know anybody. And all of a sudden I was on a show every day and it was very overwhelming. Um, it was my first kind of really big job. I kind of done some guest star parts and little things here and there, some film and, but, you know, to be on a daily show every day was a lot of attention and a lot of responsibility. Um, so yeah, he, he really, really looked out for me a lot. And, um, and you know, there, I had some really awesome moments with him and we got to really talk a lot about relationships in terms of fathers and daughter relationships and family and and um really kind of share our experiences of what we've been through um and susan lucci you know is the queen of daytime mm -hmm. i mean to work that was very surreal like working with her the first time mm -hmm. um because i didn't watch all my children prior to getting that role but I of course knew who Susan Lucci was yeah. and um, to work with the queen of daytime was pretty impressive. And what's even more impressive is she has a photographic memory. No, is that what it's called? Where like, she just looks at something once and remembers everything on yeah. the page. Mm -hmm. 
So she remembers your lines too. <laughs> so when you're flying through, you know, 35 plus pages a day, you know, I was pretty good at being on book and being, you know, pretty good about it. But, you know, there's a little leeway there, right? But if you were a little off, she'd go, <laughs> she'd kind of tweak her head. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I just grabbed my hoochie. <laughs> it was like brutal. I was like sweating all the time. I'm like, oh, I got to know these lines. He's going to know. Like a disappointed parent. <laughs> awkward moments anyway at the end of the scene when you just stare at each other so you, you know that's coming anyway um also I didn't know, besides um all my children you were also on date of our life which was my mother's all-time favorite the golden yeah. beautiful and all my children mm. and so yeah i did have a little run there with some daytime tv bold and beautiful actually um was the very first job i had where i got to say lines on camera and I was a nurse, yes. um, at, which, you know, you got to be a nurse at some point if you're going to be on the soap. Um, and, you know, it was a great experience because I had, like, I did, like, what they call, a, you know, a, a, a under five, so I had less than five lines. But it was a, a big deal because I got to go in and rehearse with the cast, and, and I had, you know, things I had to say and do. And it was a great kind of first-time job to kind of get used to speaking on camera and... Right. And, um, you know, what, knowing what the day entailed, what I was responsible for, and, like, you know, it was a good little job for me. And I did a number of those episodes. Um, six in and total. What's that? Six in total. Uh, six or something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but day, daytime and IMDb and daytime, they're not that accurate in uh, terms of, you know, because there's so many episodes. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, and then, you know, I got all my children, um, I, probably a few years after that, and was on that for about a year and a half, and then I did a recurring role on Days of Our Lives when I left, um, all my children, I went back to LA, and, and it was, my mom watched Days of Our Lives, too, so to walk on the set and be in Salem was like, this is pretty cool, yeah. you know? Yeah. I had some, you know, some street cred with my mom, you know, which is good. Um, you know, but it's always fun, you know, to walk onto a set that you know. Um, you know, Walking Dead, I've watched since the beginning. And I had auditioned for the show uh, before and one of the sister shows before and didn't get it. And I uh, was like, oh, that's a bummer because I love this. So when I auditioned for it, um, last winter, you know, I just try to go in, send in the audition and forget about it, right? Because there's nothing I can do about it once once, it, once it's sent off. Yeah. And I was on another job and we were in quarantine. We couldn't leave. We had to actually live. I was working for Tyler Perry and we had to live at Tyler Perry Studios in a bubble. We could not, not in an actual bubble. Thanks for clarification. How do I get out of this bubble? <laughs> I was like, why am I in this bubble? There's no door. Um, but um, anyway, and I got a call from my agent, and she's like, I have some great news. She's like, uh, you know, you booked Walking Dead. And I was like, <laughs> like freaking out, right? And she's like, but uh, 
um, they need to, they need you to go into wardrobe uh, while you're in quarantine. And I'm like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> and then you can't do it mm -hmm. like, that's not fair um, and so the, my agent and the casting directors worked like really hard to find a compromise and i am so grateful to mr perry because he actually rearranged the schedule so that i could be released early so that i would be available for walking dead um and that was so kind of him because he did not have to do that. And he, his schedule makes soap operas look slow. He works so quickly over there. I just worked for him again and he shoots over a hundred pages a day. Wow, it's wow. unbelievable. Um, and so I was able to do both. And, you know, initially they wanted me in um, sooner because Clark was supposed to be in the armor. She was supposed to be in the white, um, soldier armor and so they have they make all of that right they customize it to each person so they measure it and everything and um so i was pretty psyched because i was like okay this is going to be pretty badass right yeah. and i went to wardrobe and they have a whole like rack of suits and i was like um <laughs> yeah i play clark so we gotta get the armor on and anyway they go no they changed their mind you're in a suit and i was like huh, really <laughs> mm -hmm. um and once again you know walking on to that set the first time uh no zombies i saw nothing um <laughs> someone at this point with some zombies yeah, please. Please. why do i ever get to yeah. see zombies when i go to work um and you know it was a funny experience because you know we shot that back in february those first two episodes and um everybody was really excited because a my hair was done mm. <laughs> right it was like perfect right <laughs> i got to have a manicure which they were like "Ooh, no one gets to have a manicure on this show yeah. <laughs> they're like they're all the girls are going to be so jealous <laughs> right? um well, the you know, just, yeah. right everybody's dirty like yeah. i'm very you know i'm in my suit and you know it was just such a weird experience and it was odd because like at that point we and now you still haven't seen too much of it but you wouldn't really see anything of the commonwealth so we were kind of you've gotten some tastes of it at the end of uh season 10 but mm -hmm. um we were kind of the first introduction into like this new world which you know it got a little more exciting a little more exciting than just that room yeah um we should have served ice cream and cake because you know <laughs> that would have really livened it up a little um but it was you know for me as a fan i was like so excited to walk on the set for the very first time and then get to sit down and interrogate yeah. these incredible actors that i have loved for years um and ask some pretty ridiculous questions you know right. when i read it when i read um in the uh well what they did when i auditioned is they they of course took all the real character names out and then they just kind of mashed it all together into like a couple of pages and i was laughing because if you're a fan of the show mm -hmm. the, the first part of that first scene um is very very obvious who that character is when you just read dialogue even with all the names stripped out of it, mm -hmm. especially when the question of the zip code comes up i was like i 
trust me with the script. I only get the pages that are mine, <laughs> um, which are all watermarked. So God forbid those things get out anywhere. I'm toast, right, right? Right. I was like, please, I literally hand them in before I leave and go, please shred these on my behalf. I do not even want these on my person. <laughs> um, but, you know, to sit down in front of Ezekiel, the king, and ask, what do you use to wipe was mm. really, I got to say, a career highlight. Right. <laughs> I think for everybody, when once that episode aired, that was like one of the most talked about things. Is like, they're literally asking people how many times they go to the bathroom and what do they use yeah. to wipe? Like, it's just like the yeah. most obscure question that I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think all a purpose. Yeah. We have toilet paper in the Commonwealth. Right. <laughs> Ratchet. Ratchet. Three squares. That's what you're allowed. <laughs> and it's one ply, so. <laughs> but it is toilet paper. I mean, at that point, I was like, after what we all went through with COVID and not having toilet paper, I'm like, this is a very valid question at this point. What in the hell are you people using? <laughs> but, you know, in terms of um, those questions, as much as people laughed about them, like, and trust me, I gave those questions a lot of thought. Like, um, you know, how many bowel movements do you have a day is a very valid question in terms of your health, mm -hmm. right? So they're trying to find out information about everybody, but also trying to throw them off a little too. Yeah. So, you know. First sentence is fair square. <laughs> yeah, you get one square. Yeah. I laughed. Because, you know, when I did Supernatural, just my imagination, of course, um, you know, you have sparkle on your face has followed me around, you know, ever since that episode aired. And and when I, you know, when that, ep when, you know, Walking Dead aired, I was like, it's going to be replaced by what he used to wipe. Now, and I was like, I don't know what's, what's, what's better or worse, but um, yes, yes. And I, you know, at least, you know, you get to come on with a bang, you know, it's like, People remembered that, and, uh, you know, I just remember shooting. It was really crazy to shoot that because we shot it kind of like round robin. It felt like speed dating where, you know, Josh would sit down, and I'd rattle through all the questions, and then he'd leave. And then um, who would come in next? I think Kari sat down, and then I'd rattle through all the questions sit down. And it was, like, really exhausting for me, like, it was, because like, I have to keep going over and over and over all of these questions, and it was freezing cold in that um, set. Mm -hmm. We shot in an old warehouse that had really high ceilings, it had no heat, and even when they would bring heaters in in between scenes, all the heat would just go up, and so mm -hmm. you wouldn't even feel it. <laughs> so in the scene, if you notice, if you notice I have my clipboard and I'm making notes or whatever, but I always like put my hands like this under mm -hmm. the table. It's because I'm holding on to those warm, like, hot oh, dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll rewatch it after now. Keeping my hands in view. <laughs> like, I have them on the chair and then I picked them up and hold on to them. And at one point I had like six of them. I was like holding on to them for dear life. <laughs> Somehow you don't really see um, our breath in the scene, but you do see Michael Shaw's 
um, yes. in, in one of them, you can kind of see his breath, but that's how cold it was yes. in that set. And it's like, my teeth were like chattering. We were all so cold. I'm like, this little suit's not keeping me very warm. Um, and I wore slippers through every scene because it does, my shoes were like, you know, yeah. dress shoes and they, yeah. it didn't, you know, it was so cold. And in one of the behind the scenes shot, you can see my feet and you can see that I'm wearing slippers, which some people pointed out. <laughs> I was like, you know, Clark likes to be comfortable when she interrogates me. Exactly. It's all about comfort. You know? Right? She's going to sit there a long time. she got to wear some slippers. You should have gave your shoes to other people to wear to make them uncomfortable. Correct. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun asking all those questions. So, yeah. So, I'm going to go through. I got Linda, who Linda is one of our great longtime followers who's out in France. Oh wow! Um, Hi, Linda. Yeah, she's. I believe she's on. Yeah. What, what time is yeah. it in France? For her, it's got to be like one or two. It's cool. I think it's okay. like midnight one right now. So, but she's yeah. a she's a trooper. She hangs in there with us all night long. We love that. Um. So she's and she's also like one of our questioning queens. So yeah. I'm gonna Let's pick. Go. I'm just gonna pick. I'll pick a couple from her because I want to make sure I get everybody as much as I can. Okay. Um. So let's see. Should be a good one for her. Um. Oh. She wants to know, do you think Yumiko was right about about calling out Clark's uh, forensic psychologist background? Um, I think that Yumiko is pretty smart and very in tune. So I, and, you know, I think you can kind of tell by reaction. Uh, Clark's reaction that she may have hit a nerve. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to leave it. Yeah, I think, because you can tell, she, you kind of take it, uh, you kind of like sit back a little bit, your face kind of relaxes and kind of like has like a, oh shit moment. You know? <laughs> right, but like this one's, a, this is a live one. Yeah. You know, but I think that Clark really um, is impressed by you, Mako. You know, they regard education very highly in the Commonwealth. And so when she starts throwing out Harvard and, <laughs> and you know, Stanford, it's like, oh, wow, okay. Um, and, you know, she is very smart. You know, I really love her storyline this season. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, you know, I know that it initially in the comic books it was Michonne's storyline, a lot of it. But I, I really feel like she's doing such an incredible job um, in, in bringing that to life. And I know in, in you know, that moment when um, she finds that picture of her and her brother on the wall of the lost, like it brought me yeah. to tears. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. there was, even though she had no dialogue in that moment, just the emotion there mm -hmm. um, as a fan, like really hit me. Sure. You know? Um, if you so I'm, I'm enjoying that storyline, watching that with her. Yeah, because it's the same kind of thing when you follow the comics and when Michonne actually sees the, the, the picture, the photos on the, the uh, photo boards there. Mm -hmm. Even in the comics, it's emotional. Yeah. You know, so they did a really good job of like translating that translating from that from TV. Yeah, and then also the character switch from Michelle to Yumiko. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Um, which we all knew someone was going to have to pick up that storyline some yeah. or another. And I think, yeah. they, I think they did it really well. It's yeah. pretty seamless, you know. It's, yeah. Um, so we got another one from Linda. Uh, do you think the class system at, at the Commonwealth is fair or not? Hmm. Well, that's going to be an issue, I feel like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, the thing that I really love about the Commonwealth storyline is that um, there are a lot of, there's, there's definitely some survivors that we all love um, that have really done very well for themselves. 
in the apocalypse, mm -hmm. right? And have probably excelled more so than before the fall. And, um, you know, in regards to the class system of the Commonwealth, like how are they going to fare in terms of their rank or their value when they may not be highly educated, you know, traditionally so, or had a high power job, but have really proven their worth, you know, um, at, you know, in the, in, in the apocalypse. So um, is it fair? I don't know that it's fair. I think that that's just a way that they've adopted to um, have a place for everybody. And, um, you know, probably like everything else, there's probably a little uh, um, advantage of being seen as elite in the Commonwealth. And there may be some people sort of taking liberties and um, an advantage of their position and, and things they have access to. Um, but you know, we haven't, we've, all we've really seen is that things seem a little off, you know, but then there's other people that seem happy with where they're at. So I think it depends on who you were before the fall and where they place value in you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, like how many homeless people do we think were accepted by that? Well, but, you know, as Yumiko pointed out, right, in that second episode, um, when she hands, you know, Clark her ass, uh, <laughs> you do need people to pick up the trash and do all of those yeah. things, right? You don't just need people who are educated. You right. need yeah. all kinds of people to make the society and this community run properly. So, um, yeah, that's what's really interesting about the Commonwealth. And I think that's going to be the interesting... Um, Point of view throughout this season mm -hmm. and that storyline i think the class system like serves a purpose sure. but i don't necessarily agree with what i think carrie said to the point that are there people who are there certain advantages to being part of the elite and are there people who abuse that the privilege is absolutely I, th I think that's what we're going to start seeing well we already know we're one kind of, we're kind of already seeing it yeah <laughs> right that's true yeah. you, you, you need the bff yeah you need yeah, you need, yeah definitely the bff um, I have an off topic, off uh, the Walking Dead topic question from Linda. It's based on the Watchmen. Sure. Um, she wants to know how do you remember your role as Jackie Kennedy from the Watchmen? Oh my gosh, Linda, that is another one of those highlights of, of things that I've been able to do um, that I'm so grateful for. To be able to play Jackie Kennedy in Watchmen was like unbelievable. Um, we, they like every there was so much attention to detail in that movie um the wardrobe department was a warehouse and it was all sort of um blocked off in terms of decades it was unbelievable i've never seen it i felt like it was in that last scene of Raiders of the lost ark when they, like, yeah. <laughs> they like, that's what it felt like there was just so much stuff um, and when I went to go try on my wardrobe, everything had been, we shot that in Vancouver as well. Um, everything had been flown in from the Warner Brothers vault and everything was authentic to that time. The dress that I wore, the shoes, everything was authentic to that time period. It was all meticulously labeled. Um, and I remember when I walked out of the change room in the iconic pink suit with the hat that like all work stopped in the wardrobe <laughs> like everyone turned around um 
but it, it really was, it was just very, very cool. And, um, you know, that production was so huge. It was like just such a huge production. Um, it was really cool to be a part of it. You know, even the wig, they had the wig made to fit my head and then I had to go back and then they cut the wig on my head. I mean, it was this long process. It was really sad when the whole thing was done because you really felt a part of this family and you were part of this machine and, um, and then it was done. Um, and of course we shot like the scene in front of the white house in, um, a softball field. So it was just this huge, like the biggest green screen I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> like in this big softball field. And of course they added everything in later, but, um, it was pretty amazing. The only thing that I was really disappointed in is they would not let me do, um, the moment when president gets shot and she crawls on the back of the car. And I wanted to do that so bad. I pleaded with them like, because first off, who doesn't want to be in the car and have like squibs go off and someone like brain matter flying around. Yes. One of the most iconic historical moments. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you know, the stunt team was like, well, it's dangerous because you're in a moving car. And I'm like, yeah, but they're not driving fast. Like, they drive, they speed up once she's down, right, yeah. right. In the seat. And I said, you know, she did it. She wasn't a stunt person that didn't fly yeah. with them. <laughs> I think that was a valid point. Well, like everyone's trying. His dad's life was totally on my side. He's like, Carrie, I think mm -hmm. you could totally do it. Yeah. And I was like, see? But no, they wouldn't let me do it. So I didn't get to do that moment. There was a stunt double for that moment. But um, it was just a really, really, really cool project to be a part of. It's so huge. And there was so much anticipation. And again, you know, a ton of NDAs and like I couldn't yeah. say anything. And, <laughs> you know, um, so it was exciting when it was finally out. And, um, and you know, then, then now there's a series and yeah. you know, it's, yeah, keeps going on. Yeah, and Linda, Linda did include a picture, but I, mm -hmm. I'm like, I could barely get on here tonight, let alone try to share a picture with everybody. Right. <laughs> well, but she had a really cool picture. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really, really, really cool. Um, yeah. One of those iconic kind of moments where you're like, yeah, I get to be Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she's an iconic person in yeah. our history. Yeah. yeah. She was huge in our country. And, yeah. and, and so that's, that's pretty cool that you got to play her. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very odd because, it, you know, the, the scene in front of the White House was with uh, Dr. Manhattan. So we had Billy Crudup in, like, <laughs> poor guy, in this, like, cat suit kind of looking thing with, like, dots all over him, <laughs> right? And these, like, Frankenstein shoes. Mm -hmm. so he, is, he was taller. <laughs> it was just sort of like, hi, very nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's so weird when you're in a moment shooting something with, with effects like that mm -hmm. because it's so goofy looking in person, and then you see it on camera, and it looks amazing. <laughs> And this, I mean, for those of you who haven't, if you if you haven't seen watching the movie, oh, oh, great it, movie! It is, yeah, it is one of their better ones. I agree. In fact, probably in my opinion, it's the best one they've done because I really don't, you know, they don't they don't put out. <laughs> DC doesn't really put out great quality, but um, he's a Marvel fanatic. So. 
Yeah, Watchmen. So Watchmen came out in two thousand nine, just in case if anybody wants to check it out, and then you get to see Carrie as Jackie Kennedy. Um, so we'll go back to The Walking Dead now. Uh, let me pull up some other viewer questions. <clears throat> well, Renee. Oh, Renee had a good question, right? Renee, do you, do you want to ask your own question, or do you want me to ask it for you? <laughs> Go ahead, because I, yeah, I don't remember what I wrote down now. <laughs> so, Renee basically said, who was the most fun interview, Kyra Payton or Josh McDermott? Oh, my gosh. You know, it, each of those characters are so unique and have, I mean, we, we laughed so much in between. Um, there was, there's a great behind-the-scenes shot that got released of me just laughing, um, in the in the set, which I think is so funny because you know Clark is very stoic in those first two episodes. Um, but you know, both Josh and Kari, I, I can't pick one. Like everybody was so great. I mean, all all four of them were great. I mean, you know, Princess is of course the newest addition to the Walking Dead family, uh, and. I was so excited to work with her just because I fell in love with that character at the end of season 10. Yeah. And I knew she was going to be a total smart ass and I knew it was going to be really hard not to smirk and laugh. Um, and then I just loved the whole energy between Clark and Yumiko of like this stare down of these two like strong women, like, all right, let's go. <laughs> right. Um, but just amazed at Josh's ability to retain all those zip codes. Like I was like every single, and he never tripped up. Like every time I was like, wow. Like I must have heard him say that I don't know how many times, and I still could not repeat those numbers. <laughs> like, was there a lot of takes with that scene, like with the all, all the questioning, and was there a lot? Yeah, of takes? we did a lot. Like we shot that over a course of several days. Mm -hmm. um, that one, that first. Um, interrogation scene in, in in Akron one we it was days that we were doing that. Yeah. Um, just because you know it's a long scene with a lot of moving parts and they shot it with different angles and different things and you know it um, you know you're seeing Mercer for the first time and so all of that there's a lot of care that goes into that and you know one of the things that I really love about Walking Dead is as an actor they really take their time in terms of performance and they give you space and they give you time. I never feel rushed or, you know, a lot of times now on sets, they're like, we got to make our day, we got to go. And, you know, Walking Dead has a lot of moving parts, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's really nice as an actor to have the director and, you know, first AD be like, when you're ready, let's go, you know, take your time, like, you know, and give us actors time to, um, you know, find those moments in the scenes that are, you know, fun for the audience to watch, whether it's a look or, you know, a little ad lib moment or, you know, all those little things that make it so much better than, than even what's on the page, but what you have on the page is so great. So, um, it's just nice that they give you that time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's been a lot of, a lot of comments uh, in here about bloopers and stuff, and I was just... Were there, so one of the questions obviously being, were there a lot of bloopers during like the, the uh, auditing and stuff like that with the type of questions? Like obviously they had no idea that they were going to be sitting down in front of you and you'd be asking them about their bowel movements and, and all that. <laughs> right. So, I mean, was there like any kind of like real genuine outburst of laughter? Like what the hell are you asking me right now from anybody? 
No, you know, we kept it pretty, We like I said, it was so cold in there that mm. we really wanted to get the stuff done right. and get out of that cold room and get back to the, you know, the, our chairs where the heat was. But we did laugh a lot and we kind of had an ongoing joke that they were there for a job interview. So, you know, when they come down, I'd be like, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, we've narrowed it down to four people and we just have a few more questions you know we make jokes about that um and you know there wasn't really anything that stood out to me that was like a big blooper um you know we knew that it was a it was a pretty big beast this scene to tackle so we wanted right. to you know take our time with it but like you know get into it because it really for me especially it was about getting into the rhythm of it mm -hmm. right and so when you start goofing around and stuff, it's hard to get into that rhythm because you're breaking that pace, you know? Right. Um, so I appreciated that they didn't goof around so much. <laughs> um, but we definitely laughed a lot in between, you know, the scenes and during camera setups and stuff like that because, you know, they're funny questions. And we talked a lot about character. I think, like, what was really interesting for me as a fan is I learned a lot about those characters from those questions, like yeah. things that I didn't know or mm -hmm. that maybe hadn't been revealed before. So we talked about that, too, you know, um, just about how, you know, it's entertaining as a scene, but there's actually some new information that's revealed within those questions and answers. All right. Um, I just got a question in the chat, so we're going to bounce. So uh, Eliza Jones wants to know, um, she had asked the question previously, and I didn't get to get to it, but she wants to know, was Jackie one of, uh, one of your most impactful roles as an actress? Uh, hi, Liza. Um, yeah, I think it's it's one of those, those jobs that really stands out for me. Um, you know, again, because she's such an iconic character, and then to have that moment of the assassination be a part of that job mm -hmm. um, is, is such a you know, iconic moment in history. So it was very cool. I mean, I didn't get to do a lot on Watchmen. Um, I wish there was more that I that I could have done. Um, so it was, you know, it didn't really impact my career so much. Because um, it's a cool credit to have. And I, mm. I well, here, okay, so here's a cool moment that happened because of Watchmen. So growing up, and still, like I'm making it sound like it was just when I was a kid, but a uh, huge Star Wars fan. Right. Okay. And growing up, that was, you know, my brother and I, we were all about all about Star Wars. And um, I was at an event a uh, number of years ago now, and Mark Hamill happened to be there. Oh, wow. And um, somebody that I, a mutual friend uh, knows him and uh, said, do you want to meet Mark? And I was like, okay, just hold on a second. <laughs> you don't just meet Mark. Like, <laughs> a moment please <laughs> i'm like just is there a paper bag i don't know <laughs> this is luke skywalker and this was before the force awaken came out the first teaser had just come out mm -hmm. i think so i had a lot of questions which i knew were not going to get answered but um anyway um so i walked over trying to act super cool and like Hi, <laughs> nice to meet you. And um, this person that introduced us knows my resume and it said, you know, Carrie's in Watchmen. Well, Mark like proceeded to talk to me about Watchmen for 15 minutes, <laughs> which, which I was like, didn't even realize was going on at the time because I still was in my head going, 
charging him for a cannonball. <laughs> um, but in a way, it was like, how brilliant of him, because we managed to have a whole wonderful exchange where he made it all about me. And then and talking about Watchmen and, you know, he's a huge comic book fan. And um, and I never even got a chance to ask him anything. <laughs> <laughs> A Jedi Master. Because, wow, I didn't even see that happening as it was like I didn't even till I walked away. I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but a very, very lovely man. And um, it was fun talking about the movie with him. And he actually explained some things to me because I found it a little confusing. <laughs> um, so it was fun, it was fun to talk about that. So it, you know, Watchmen impacted my life a lot in that moment. Um, but you know, it you know, I've, I've been around for a while, and um, it, it really depends on who you talk to. There's certain things that, like, pop out for certain people, like Stargate, or if people have kids, like, it'll be Wiz Wizards of Waverly Place. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it'll be randomly... I've been in audition rooms where all of a sudden the director's like, you were Aunt Megan on <laughs> Wizards of Waverly Place. And I'm like, yeah? <laughs> I have kids. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um... You know, it's really random what comes up. So it's always fun for me when someone brings something up because I don't know what what it's going to be. So I've, I've really been blessed in that. Um, I've done such a wide, like, range of things from uh, like genre stuff to comedy to, I mean, I worked with Flavor Flav on a sitcom, you know. <laughs> it's uh, had an interesting career. <laughs> Flavor? So, so Flavor we were corrected. It's Aliza. Aliza, yeah. Um, and she had, <laughs> she had asked a question before, kind of, kind of somewhere along the same track. Yeah. For you personally, Carrie, what would you say was your most memorable role you've ever done for yourself? Wow. Um, gosh. I mean, it really. There's so. There really isn't really one thing for me. I mean, there's so many of them that I've had in my career where it meant really something to me in that moment, you know, all, starting with all my children, just because that was the first time I was a contracted actor on a TV show. Um, and so I learned, I learned a lot on that show and things in terms of acting, I, I, things I use still today, every, every time I step on set, you know, watch me just one of those standout moments, um, you know, walking dead, of course. Um, there just, there's been so many different things, um, and, and incredible just experiences that I've had mm -hmm. that it's, it's hard to say like one thing in particular. Um, there's just, there's been a lot, there's mm -hmm. been a lot. I don't know. Maybe I need to write a book. <laughs> hey, I would buy it. I'm just saying. <laughs> You've got your first customer right yeah. here. We'll call it the vagine way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Doing it the vagine way. <laughs> with or without guns, we don't know. Uh, yeah. sure. With or without, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so crazy. Um, uh, so since we just were talking about you know a little Star Wars lead in, how many how often have you had someone or the, have you heard someone mentioned it's like the Commonwealth military, they look like stormtroopers. Does that come up a lot? 
Yeah, people definitely, I thought that too when I first saw them. <laughs> but they do look exactly the way they did in the comic book. Mm -hmm. Like, they recreated yeah. that really well. Yeah. Um, that's why I was so excited when they said, you, we have to fit you for armor. I was like, no way. <laughs> and then I was wearing a Tommy Hilfiger suit. So... <laughs> And Karen's like, damn it, I wanted the armor. Yeah, yeah. Right? But then they were like, you really don't because it's very uncomfortable. Oh, so. Sure, I'm sure it's very bulky and there's not a lot of uh, flexibility. Yeah. It, you know? So, I don't know how the heck they're like getting on horses with that stuff, yes. but apparently they are. So Lots of practice. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Hopefully they're running bareback. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, you know. Um... No, it's funny because uh, I have my 15-year-old, we were, Xavier, he doesn't watch the show. He only knows about it because of, of what I do. But right. I was, I had your two episodes playing today, and one of the first things out of his mouth is he goes, oh, wow, they look like stormtroopers. Hope they don't have the same aim as they do. <laughs> I was just like, that's really good, kid. I want to write that down. <laughs> um, that remains to be seen, yeah, however, they're aiming. Exactly. <laughs> It does remain to be seen. Um, <laughs> let me see. So, oh, we so, shall see. Yeah. Uh, during during the um, the scene with Ezekiel and uh, and Mercer, what? So the the camera pans obviously for Ezekiel to have his conversation. Are you in the background giggling at all when he says, you know, the pumpkin colored uh, suit to him at all? I mean, because no, I'm not laughing because I'm putting my thumb in that and I'm laughing like. I'm like, if I'm Clark, I'm laughing my ass off behind a camera. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, uh, you're not messing around with uh, Mercer, yeah. you know. Right. And, yeah. you know, the way it was explained to me is that I report to Mercer, so he's my boss. So. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bad career move. <laughs> you know, also, the way that, it, that um, Clark and Evans were explained to me, uh, too, is that they, um, were the, that they were labeled in terms of, production as the Clark, as the uh, Scully and Mulder mm -hmm. of the Commonwealth, which yeah. I was totally down with. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get to be a stormtrooper, but I will totally go with, you know, Scully and Mulder. <laughs> Renee, that's come up in some, some places, right? You, I think, did you tell us about that? I, yeah, I think I was on Twitter or somewhere people had yeah. said that. Oh, yeah. put that up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's definitely been out there. Um, yeah. I was like, I'll go, I'll roll with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, you know, the thing is in the scene, like, you know, I'm between cut, you know, or action and, and cut, I'm Clark. So I'm looking at Ezekiel going, dude, you're like disrespecting mm -hmm. us, right, you know, right, and yeah. by the way, I know you have cancer. So like, <laughs> you're also lying to us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, then Glitter, there's no way <laughs> that's uh, benign. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, right right after that, he starts coughing mm -hmm. of blood. Yeah. So it's kind of a serious moment. It's kind of like, oh, shit, you know, yeah. for him, you know, and for us, it's like, oh, okay, this is this is serious. He's not well. Yeah. So what where does that place him in, in our in our community? You know, yeah, we kind of have our own theories going on with yeah. how his health and how he's being taken care of. You know, in the episode where they uh, he gets taken, you know, they're clearing out the bodies and all that stuff from the building. 
and you know he has a little fit, and then they take him away. Obviously, we don't know like the timeline to where he comes back, but he comes back. He's good as new. It's like he got his oil changed, and you know, like right. him up, well, you know, like he's got lollipops for everybody, and you know, we're all the three of us. The three, the three of us are kind of looking at each other like, oh. yeah, this is fake as shit. He's definitely <laughs> blowing. He's blowing smoke. Like it's just not. I, I don't, like you know, he, what they they got chemo. Like they're doing radiation therapy. Like come on, you know. Right. So. We're on to you, Commonwealth people. <laughs> uh, we know it's a lot of smoke and mirrors going on over there. Um, as, a, as, a, well, as, a, as with everything, you know, nothing is usually as it appears yeah, to be. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's chemo pops and uh, radiation pops and radiation boards. Um, <laughs> as a guesstimate, how long? Would you guess that Quark's been with the Commonwealth? She's very established, obviously, um, with her role and her job. So, how, if we were to guess how long Quark's been with the Commonwealth? I think that she's been with them pretty for, for quite a long time. Mm. You know, I feel like there was probably a big group of people that have come that were sort of this sort of bureaucratic kind of group of people that probably essentially formed it, mm. you know. Um, and uh, I think that she's pretty well established in that community. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're going to guess close to the beginning. Yeah. I, I would, I would That's agree what that. I would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's literally the gatekeeper of the Commonwealth. Right. I mean, you know, entry or denial, which, which ones are going to be? Mm-hmm. And if the elite of the Commonwealth want only a certain type of group of people right. in the Commonwealth, then go to you have to trust the person who's literally holding the keys to the kingdom. Right, right. Right. And in that case it's far. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Well in Mercer. And Mercer. But you know. And Pompey Boy. There's a small group of us that are the yeah, the gatekeepers essentially. Yeah. Alright. Um so I, I hear uh you're supposed to be auditing us tonight or one of us tonight. Is this true? Chris, not us. Chris. No, oh, just, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to pass the buck here. I'm trying to like. I volunteered you yesterday. Uh, okay. Um, nervous, are we? I'm a little bit. He seems very nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little, I'm a little red. He's a little red I'm right now. Too. Yeah, I feel uh, I got this light beaming on me. You know. Well, you kind of look like you're in the Commonwealth somewhere. Like you're in detention. You're in like. <laughs> I'm being, I'm being reprocessed or whatever. Is it? Is it re- <laughs> the, the, the yeah, you're, you're in for, for processing. Yeah, yeah. The curtain behind us to uh, give us our aesthetic. Yeah. They do. Yeah, like a bunker kind of situation. I can't let anybody know the location. That's the mm-hmm. thing. We are, you know, we're very secretive. Uh, in our right. Position. Are we? Yes. Uh, <laughs> don't give it away. I mean, <laughs> you're gonna make my auditing go very well. Addresses. <laughs> All right. All right. Mm. Well, let me get in the character here. It's not gonna work. Right. It's great. <sighs> Don't think that, Jean. No. <laughs> See. Definitely, definitely not thinking hot guys with guns or whatever it's called. 
<laughs> You're so gonna go find that movie. I, I'm 100%. I need to find it. You're gonna show up to the camp with a picture of your I, character from the movie. I have and ways. Like, can you find them for me? I have ways of taking images and printing them on shirts. So. It's just a moment. I was, at the well, time, very friends with the writer director, and it was really just me kind of stepping in and doing a cameo, which yeah. is how it was like. Name your character, you know, and kind of being a part of something. So there, there's not a lot to take from that. All I need is one image, one still frame, and it's going <laughs> on a shirt, and I'm going to wear it to the camp, and you're going to have to sign it, Miss Bajina. Well, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> Listen, okay. if you're going to all that trouble, I, I will, yeah, I'll be ready. All right. I, all I right. think I'm ready now, Miss Clark. Mm. Mm. I, don't, I, I don't think that you're allowed to address me. Oh. Um, my name. Well, then. So, <laughs> you already screwed it up. You're already yeah. at a negative, Chris. Ooh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Chris? Yeah. You're in level one assessment. If you pass level one, you'll move on to level two. Let's start your assessment. Where did you go to high school? Arlington High School. What did you What did you do for a living? Law enforcement and security. What was your highest level of educational attainment? One year of college. So you didn't finish. I didn't. Mm. <laughs> Have you been vaccinated for measles? What was your last zip code? One, two, five, nine, oh. Oh, so we just found out the location of your studio. That was the last location, not the current. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> I'm doing way too much smiling for Clark. I know. <laughs> you consider yourself a fundamentally honest person. Yes. How lucky are you and why? Um, I am extremely lucky because I've been able to provide for my family during these tough times and keep a roof over my head. Where's the location of your settlement? I don't know what. I don't Have know. you had have you had any experiences with other groups out there? Yes. Please explain in, in detail. They're all dead. I killed them. Okay. Location of your settlement? Uh, don't have one. I, I, I'm, I'm a free range mover. Mm. I'm a free range <laughs> I'm cage free. I'm cage from a free range. Yep, that's it. I'm a cage free chicken. When, when, when he's like, they're all dead, I want to be like, well, I'm going to be part of the set of probably. <laughs> I was like, well, the guy next to you is still alive. I think. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. Ah, okay. Favorite Halloween costume and why? Bane, because I like Bane from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you ever had any negative effects from wearing a Halloween costume? A little chafing. Would you like to expand on that? It's a tight outfit. Would you wear that costume again? Sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What did you do before the fall? Law enforcement. Were you good at your job? I like to think so. What did others think? I don't care what other people think. What's the location of your settlement? I don't have one. <laughs> You were free range chicken. You were totally going back to reprocessing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't make it, bro. They're kicking me out. I made it either. They're kicking me out. We're gonna be. <laughs> we're gonna be on the road again. This is Rudy. Hi, Rudy. He's he's been he's been clawing at my lap all night. Yeah, my I'm kid. sure. Yeah. I have a dog too. She's downstairs. Yeah. He's. Um, yeah. So rude, we're being reprocessed. They won't keep They're us. They're kind of reprocessing. Yeah. What if you, I have a therapy dog? Yeah, I have a, you, is that your therapy dog going to reprocess? Yeah, yeah, we're going to go together. <laughs> uh, that was good. I was nervous. I was actually, uh. I was nervous for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I, yeah. I feel like I, I wasn't quite, I wasn't quite in my, it's hard to do when you're looking at like a little screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, we were when we were shooting, you know, and you meet everybody and it's like, hi, how are you? And everyone's jovial and whatever, whatever. And then, you know, you sit down and you do the scene. And, uh, you know, Paula was so funny because she was like the first pass of the question. She goes, damn, you're good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I got nervous. <laughs> And, you know, it was really fun. Uh, Kevin Dowling, who directed those first two episodes, is so great. And he'd, go, he'd come up to me and he'd say, um, you know, we'd do passes where I'd, like, rapid fire the questions. And then he'd come up to me and say, take your time. <laughs> right? And so I would have, like, long pauses where I would just stare at them and not say anything. And, like, you know, they used some of that footage, especially Josh, where I felt my – it's funny how, like, I'll, you know, because I know these characters, I feel the most sympathy for, for Eugene yeah. because he is the reason why they all got there. And he just looked like he was about to, like, lose it at any time. Yeah. And he looked so uncomfortable. It's, but it was really fun just to, like, stare him down and not say anything. <laughs> he's got, I call it boobing. He's just, like, boobs. He's just, like, <laughs> like he's just a great boob. <laughs> <laughs> right, that scene that you know in that next episode with Mercer where he like breaks down, it was like, you know, he's just such an I, that character has changed so much yeah. because you know, Eugene, when he, when we first met Eugene, was not the Eugene we know today, and right. um, my opinion of that character has changed so much over the years, and and that has so much to do with Josh's incredible performance and giving him so much heart, and um. You know, and also the writing, and they've they've really kind of.
done a really cool character arc with that character. But yeah, my heart, you know, was just like, oh God, I feel, I feel the most guilty with Eugene. That was, the, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he's going to lose it. <laughs> you know, it's very funny how, you know, there's some, sometimes in a scene, um, you know, I always talk about like what I love about my job is that those moments when everything just kind of falls away and it's you're just in that moment and it's real in that moment and there's a few times within that interrogation where for sure that happens and sometimes as an actor it's, it doesn't happen because there's technical stuff or you've got a camera guy leaning against you and he's mm -hmm. trying to get the shot or whatever and it's it's hard to kind of just let all of that go but um you know there have been a couple of times that i've worked with people too where i've like you know just forgotten that it's a scene where i'm like i totally believe them even though i know in the script that they're lying Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait a second, no. <laughs> um, but I just love that, I love those moments, you know, as a, as a young girl, you know, that was the magic for me was, you know, going to the movies and that fantasy when that curtain opened. And, you know, I didn't know that that was a job or a career. Or I didn't really understand exactly what it was. I just knew I wanted to be a part of it in some way. And um, it was later, you know, in high school when I got into the drama club and started doing plays and so forth that I was like, wow, this is such a magical thing. And, you know, going back to mental health, you know, it, you know, in, as, a, as a young girl and, and a teen and certainly in, in, and in my adult life, I, you know, I went through a lot of, um, you know, self-hatred where I didn't like myself. I was uncomfortable in my own skin. And so for me, acting was a way um for me to be somebody else and you know that way if you didn't like me i was i was a character it wasn't me i never let you see who i was anyway so that's okay yeah. um and that was really the, a big draw for me was finding that comfort and being getting to step into somebody else's shoes um and as my mental health journey has has progressed and and i've been in recovery um, you know, my love of acting has changed, you know, and it's, it's moved more into just really the love of being a storyteller and, and connecting with those characters and getting to, you know, um, kind of tap into different parts of my personality and, um, and have fun. You know, my husband, if he were here, would tell you that he's, that he has met Clark on several occasions. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know what's funny is he he's such a good he's a good uh, reader he reads with me a lot and so for you know Walking Dead because I had to be so on point with those questions and and really you know be able to fire them off he ran those lines with me a lot and he he makes a great Eugene and Yumiko and Princess <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And uh, Ezekiel, he did a pretty good job, but he probably knew those lines just as well as I did because I would be like, I gotta do it again. And I just kept doing it over and over and over again so that I was, you know, I knew it verbatim anyway mm -hmm. that I had to do it. So, um, 
but anyway, so, you know, for me, it's just, it's such a blessing and such, I'm so, so filled with gratitude every time I get to walk on set because it's such a gift. And especially during COVID that these productions have gone to such expense and care to keep us all safe. Um, in an industry where, you know, we're, especially as actors, we're constantly around people and, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a little strange still to be on set and you have these shields on and goggles or masks or whatever. And it's like, as an actor, we're all about that connection to right. each other. Right. So it's weird to be sitting there and have these barriers, you know, um, but there's some, there's a bit of like a feeling of freedom when we get to take them off before the camera rolls and we get to just be, you know, um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just always, always, always feeling blessed when I get to go to work and do what I do. And, and so much of what I love about my job is that it, I, those characters that I've played or those stories that I've been able to tell connect with audiences all over the world and mean so much to people. And, you know, that's why I love doing what I do. I love hearing from the fans. I love hearing stories about, you know, an episode or a show that helped them through a tough time or, or made them laugh or, um, you know, or a character they related to. It's that to me is, is, is such a gift of, of what I do. And, and, um, you know, Walking Dead is definitely one of those shows. Supernatural is one of those shows where there's such a connection to their fandoms. Um, and I love that there's so much crossover, you know, there's actors that have been on both shows yeah. and there's definitely fans of both shows. So, um, you know, it's, it's been really fun to, um, you know, when I, wa when I, um, left the set the first day on Walking Dead, um, one of the ADs shook my hand and he said, welcome to the family. Mm -hmm. And, and I smiled and I said, you know, this is a real kick-ass family that I'm very <laughs> proud to be a part of. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and that's what it is. It's a family and, yeah. and it's really cool. You know, um, it's been very, very cool, you know, and, and it was such a, such a relief when they released um, a promo and they had, and there was me, you know, I was in there because I couldn't say anything for so long and it was killing me. <laughs> it was like, ah, I felt like that Christian Wig character that can't keep a secret. Like, like, like what are you working on, Karen? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, you're posting the like really, you know, uh, cryptic pictures mm -hmm. from set. Like, you know, it's like, I'm at work today and like nothing in the background. It's like, it's cold. You can't say anything. <laughs> um, you know, so it was such a relief. And it wasn't until like August when they finally. There was like, they did a bunch of the uh, ask the cast questions and they used my voice. And so I started getting like messages from people going, I just was watching this promo for uh, Walking Dead and I swear that's your voice. And I was like, really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. It's, I guess I should listen to that. That's crazy. How'd they do that? Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh, that's crazy. How did they get my voice? Yeah. I know, it's so odd. I should call my agent. Yeah. I'm really not cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, 
so it was it was cool once it was was out and then you know knowing knowing the line of questioning of course i i was really excited for the fans to see that and to see their reaction to it <laughs> yeah so and everybody so just everybody in the chat right now just wants to express to you um how proud uh, oscar the camp everybody how proud they are of of for you know of you everything that you've done been able to accomplish um you know, obviously, uh, what what you fight for and what you stand for with mental health and everything is it's huge. Um, yeah, we both personally worked work uh, for healthcare, doing uh, security for you know the hospitals, and to say to say that mental health right now is drastically out of control is putting it lightly. It is. Yeah, the number one thing we deal with on a daily basis, and yeah. uh, it's scary. It really is. I mean, there's right now there's not many outlets, there's not many places to go, there's not many places to go for help. Not a lot of resources. There's not a lot of resources, right. and um, it's something that's that needs a lot of revamping and a lot of work, especially with COVID. Absolutely. So yeah, I, you know, I I myself found um, last year extremely difficult. Um, in terms of my mental health. Um, it, I hadn't felt that way in many, 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 many years. And I had some really dark days, you know, just the isolation. Um, you know, I'm Canadian and I wasn't able to go home and see my family. Um, and there was some health issues going on over there and I felt like trapped, you know, um, and just that you know, certainly for a while, you know, my industry stopped. There was no filming. Everything just abruptly stopped. Like, but, but not just for me. I mean, everybody. I mean, it was globally. Like, it wasn't even just, you know, here. And it was, it was really hard on me. I really had to kind of get back to basics and go, wow, okay, what did you do when you were first, you know, seeking help and getting getting better and what do you you got to get back and do those things for yourself you know for me it was you know okay well you have a lot of time so i started giving back a lot more i started reaching out i was doing live streams once a week you know um through my blog which i hadn't been doing just because of time and connecting with people how are you doing what's going on for you where, where are you what's happening in your city and it was a great way for me to connect and talk about how I was feeling and also for others to reach out and, and do the same. And, you know, I, I, there's so much, as you said, there's so much work to do in terms of resources, but there, there are resources out there and, and, you know, always, I always want people to know that they're not alone because they're not, you know, there, there are so many people out there that understand how you're feeling and um and have been there you know and it's you know i was just speaking to somebody the other day and i said you know one of the things that i remind myself all the time if i'm having a challenging day is to acknowledge what how i feel but also remember that it passes mm -hmm. and to think of it like the clouds in the sky when you look up in the clouds and you see them moving by you acknowledge them of like, oh, you see the clouds, but then they're, they move on. And, you know, I know in my life and my journey that my mental health has had its, its highs and lows, you know, um, but it always passes, you know, it, it, it does. And the moment that I, I speak my truth, it loses its power over me.
right? The more that I that I keep inside, the, the bigger it grows. And um, you know, I I'm a very honest person and I'm a very open person with people. I get a lot of messages from people um, in regards to mental health. And you know, I'm always you know, reminding them that, you know, I'm not a counselor, I am not, you know, a licensed therapist, I'm, you know, I'm just somebody who has been on the journey that I've been on, and, and, you know, I'm here to share my experience, strength, and hope with others, um, as was done with me, you know, I found the courage to reach out for help because someone, and I identified with that story. Um, and I was in a very dark, dark, dark place when that happened. Um, but because he did that, you know, I re I reached out back to him and I said, I need help and I don't know what to do. And I knew I could trust him because I knew he'd been there. And I love going into schools and talking about my story. And I love sharing my story with other people, you know, before, um, I sought help. I never told anybody anything, you know, and it's very easy in this industry to hide behind this facade of like, everything's great. We were on set and we were laughing and like, now I'm at a premiere. Mm -hmm. It's all like smoke and mirrors, yeah. you know, because mental health doesn't care what you do for a living, where you live, how much money you make, what kind of car you drive, who your parents are. It doesn't care. Yeah. Right. It, 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 it affects everybody and um you know this this last few years has been really difficult for most people and um you know it this is when we all need to come together and and really be open and honest about how we're feeling and what's going on for us because so many people need to hear that um you know i feel like if i could take out a billboard that's like you're not alone <laughs> you're not alone um you know it, it's 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 always such a treat to go in and talk to students, and I it never um, it, it it's never taken for granted that I get to stand up in front of a classroom and share about the day that I tried to take my life, and um, and what that day was for me, and how I was given a gift by surviving, and that I had regretted what I had done after I had done it, um, but many don't get that chance, you know? Um, and then I can stand up here today and say, there's hope. There's hope. I have a beautiful life today. Um, and that's not to say that every single day is like rainbows and unicorns, because it's just not the way life works. <laughs> but I have tools today, right. and I have a support system today to reach out to when I'm having a challenging day. And whenever I get to connect with another person, and have a, a great conversation with someone about mental health and, and my story and their story, you know, it helps us both because yeah. that's how it works. You know, I always say to people, don't ever think that you're bothering me. You're not because you're also helping me, you know? Um, and so that's why I'm super excited about the, uh, you know, talking the real shit at the mm -hmm. camp because we get to do that, yeah. you know? Um, that's what that hour is for. So if that's something that interests you when you're watching this, please go get your tickets before it sells out because we're going to have just an awesome hour of like caring and sharing and laughter and like a load of hugs. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 
Yeah, we'll okay. be there. We'll be yeah. there. And I don't know if we're going to need a ticket for it or not, but we'll be there. You know? Okay. Um, so, everybody in the chat is just so full of love, so thankful for your story, oh, for sharing. Thank and you. everyone who is going to be attending is absolutely looking forward to meeting you. Um, yeah. I can't say enough about this interview. It, it's an hour and a half, and we really haven't had to do much. These are the type of interviews we love, where we just get, the last time I remember this happening was um, Xander. Xander Berkeley, yeah. Xander, yeah, probably. <laughs> Xander just told, he just you know went and just said it, you know what I mean? And, and just, it makes our job, we, we get enamored, and we just listen, and <laughs> Listening to you talk and just your stories, uh, everything from your personal story to everything in your acting career is just—it's been an hour and a half, and it's been—it I feel like we just started, but it, it's yeah. been amazing. Um, See, now I'm waiting for your book. I really want to <laughs> yeah, no. now yeah. because now I want to hear more. Yeah. Oh my uh, gosh! But we do, we have to do another one before before yeah. May for we sure. Will. We will, and then yeah. those those who do want to meet Carrie at the camp. Uh, like she said, you know, if you want to meet her in the one-hour session that they're having, or you know, and, or just see her the day of uh, the events, um, you know, go to the camp website. It's thecampevents.com. Get your tickets, and and that's all you have to do. It's really simple. Um, also, if you want to keep up to date on everything that's going on, make sure you follow the camp. Um, make sure you know you can also follow us as well. We don't. We we're actually really poor in advertising for ourselves. I can tell you that I can tell you that this is this is the first podcast that we've done so far this season where I'm actually going to put a plug in for us and say like <laughs> like if you could share and, and like and you know comment whatever you want uh, follow us on YouTube so that way you guys can keep up to date and see these great interviews with with the actors from The Walking Dead or any, or anywhere. Um, oh yeah. And. Uh, this is this has been everything that I hoped and wished it was going to be. Absolutely. Even with the twenty minute, you know, missing your name in the beginning and all the or the five minutes of live that we didn't know we had. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and watch that. That's the only problem. That's going to happen on Twitter in about know, thirty seconds. Yeah. And this. We can't edit it, so it's there for life. <laughs> and, uh, we're gonna we're gonna own it. We're, we own it. Yeah. We, it's not like we were over here, you know, making like armpit farts or anything like that. Yeah. Look what I can do. This is pretty talented, right? You know, like that. I didn't jerks. even get into uh, all the crazy stuff that I was saying that technical stuff mm. um, very often goes wrong in our household because we've had a lot of experience with paranormal mm. type activity. Oh. Um, <laughs> so um, it was like, I didn't know if it was me or I was like, do I need to get out the St. Michael or <laughs> do I need some sage? What's happening? Um, my, my husband would actually be a very interesting guest for you guys, too. He grew up in uh, Westchester County. Um, Wait, what? That's right below us. Like, yeah, Westchester County, like New York. he grew up in a house yeah. that um, had demonic activity. So, like, he has a very interesting childhood. Westchester County, New York? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. That's 40, 40 minutes. 40 minutes from us? Yeah. Yeah, that's where he grew up. Yeah, we're, so we're he, Interesting childhood that he could share with you. Well, Ryan used to do all the yeah. investigate the the para, para, paranormal paranormal investigations. investigations. Yep. 
That's mm-hmm. like, that would be yep. his forte before he came onto the podcast. That's actually how I got onto the podcast. Oh yeah. no way! Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. We were just at a at a convention and we were talking to um, Jason Hawes and his team and and Michael, was, my husband was telling him a little bit about oh, his the house that he grew up in and yeah. he, Jason was very intrigued <laughs> by the story. Really cool. It's it's pretty crazy. But even as an adult, like there's things that have followed him and hmm. yeah. It's his, he's got a pretty interesting story for sure. Let me say like, um, within a month of us moving in together, I had to call a shaman. Right. Okay. Well, Halloween is this coming weekend. I mean, you know, we're pretty like used to things going a little sideways. Yeah. Yeah. But we've got, we've got tools and people just like mental health. I've got people on speed dial that I can call (laughs) if something starts going. We have resources. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. Hey, listen, if Hubby ever wants to hop on and tell us about that, one of us out in West Central County, Brian and I will drive to the house you grew up. Absolutely. And we'll just put a table. We'll, we'll just put a table in the house. A long time. <laughs> we'll go do it. We'll do a. We'll do an investigation. The thing is, is that what was there is beyond a haunting. It was actually demonic. So I don't know that we want to revisit no. that. No. Right. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Down for a little haunting, mm. but when it gets into that, that's where I'm we draw the line. I agree. Yeah. I agree yeah. absolutely. I'm gonna take it from the professional. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If, if, you know, if it's a, if it's a demon, we just need some salt. Yeah. That's what supernatural tells me. <laughs> that's just, what <laughs> just gotta make a salt circle. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, we we've had that. Is, yeah. Culture salt. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, my husband, one time we had to go get enough salt to, you know, for the perimeter of our home. And so the only place we could figure out to do that was at a pet store, right? For people that have big aquariums. So he went and got like a five gallon tub of sea salt. And the woman at the desk was like, You must have a lot of fish. And he goes, No, we don't have any. <laughs> I just like sea salt. Uh, you know. And she looked at you know, I live in the South. I live in Atlanta, right? So she looked at him and she goes, "Oh, <laughs> like she knew." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, the, the South, the Southern day. Yeah. Yeah, they, they know. So if anybody's ever in the South, if everyone's ever in Atlanta and needs some sea salt, we still got some. So we're, <laughs> you know, we're I, probably, I got your back. Probably two or three gallons left to play with. We got the sea salt plug. Very cool. Very awesome. All right, yeah. well, we're going to let you go so you can be right. with your family or do whatever you yes. have your evening. Uh, I can't express enough how thankful I am that you took time to be with us. Um, and being understanding of our issues. Yeah, awesome. being understanding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> being patient we, with us. We do, we do hope it was that, all part of the experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we are, I, I do believe, for better or worse, we are an experience. We are. They definitely <laughs> will. We are, we are an unscripted shit show, uh-huh. and it usually happens. With and somehow it, we land on our feet like a cat. Yeah. Renee pops in five minutes later, and everything's perfect. I love perfect. it. I love it. Well, I look forward to seeing uh, you in May, gotcha. and I look forward to seeing all of you out there uh, in uh, social media, virtual world, mm-hmm. in the uh, web yeah. <laughs> world yeah. uh, please come out and see us in may at the camp and uh, get your tickets for the uh talk real shit with carrie Kinzel. I like it. <laughs> uh dinner because it's going to be awesome 
Um, but thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Yeah, it's been our pleasure. <laughs> yeah, we will definitely, we'll definitely try to do this again. You yeah. know, I know that uh, we get closer. Yeah, as we get closer, we'll have you on again just to That'll be great. one more time. I have another hour and a half. So yeah. I'm all okay. good. Time. I'm good. All right. All right. Thank all right, you everybody. Have here. a great night. Thank you to everybody that sent in their questions. Yeah. Um, I'll go, I guess, um, can I see them on, are they on the, Camp uh, website? Yeah, so once this is done, we end this, you'll be able to go back to the show and you can you be able to on go Facebook, yeah. yeah, on Facebook. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see if which ones, yeah, yeah. I missed. Go through all the but thank you all for watching and for sending in your questions. And um, gosh, you know, this is why we do, we can't do it, any of it without you. So thank you for being here. Right. <laughs> right. Thank you, everybody, for this new experience on Facebook with us as well. Um, <laughs> this, will be, this will be posted on our YouTube afterwards. So anybody, next day or two. Yeah, next day or two. Uh, yeah. So we'll do in case you missed it, post and everything for everyone out there who didn't get to see it here. You can also, I mean, you can always watch it on the camp page, but we'll also have it on our YouTube. Like, subscribe, follow, retweet, reshare, all that good <laughs> stuff. Thumbs up, thumbs down if you want, you know, however you feel. Um, I'll, I'll break your thumb if you do the down. Um, but other than that, you guys have a great night. Thank you for... Thanks, being here. Yes, thanks, guys. Our overseas people, we love you. We know it's very late. Oh my gosh, yes. I think it's like <laughs> go, go to sleep in now. Finland, yeah. Pipe in Finland, it's like three a.m. or something like that. Yeah. Wow, we love, love you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Good night, Carrie. Bye, guys. Good night, Good night, Good night. Thanks, Thank Carrie. You. Bye. Bye.